All right. Let's get this out of the way first. The thoughts, views, and opinions expressed on Tailboard Talks Firefighter Podcast are solely those of the speakers, guests, and host, and do not in any way represent the thoughts or views or opinions of any other employer, partnership, or sponsor. The material and information in this podcast is for general information purposes only and should be used at the listener's discretion. There we go. Recording this time. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Tailboard Talks Firefighter Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, from 4th Shift Firefighter. How's it going? You're getting a first look, if you're watching on YouTube right now, excuse me, watching a first look of the new studio, 4th Shift Studios up here. Got a lot to do still, but we got some storage coming, some shelves, the desk is made. Um, Awesome stuff happening, so I'm excited to be in here recording this stuff. We got a quick lesson today. As always, if you guys like the episodes... The best way to help out the show is to share them, send them to someone. I make a, I'm starting to make way more clips and shorts and stuff like that that I put on YouTube and also Instagram. Uh, follow me over there. I'm giving away coffee like every couple of weeks or so. I put a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts gift card up there to give you guys some coffee. But uh, share the stuff. That helps grow the podcast and helps me out immensely. Uh, second thing is if you like, and if you don't want to share just reach out, say, hey, what's up? Or comment on a post or something like that. I very much appreciate that. And the third thing, if you're feeling super duper generous, um, there's a buy me a coffee button on the website, fourth shift firefighter website for TH for all this stuff, fourth shift firefighter website, or on the podcast page, the episodes page I put up on Instagram or the old Instagram link in bio deal. Um, there's a buy me a coffee button, $3 increments, show your support for the show. Thanks a bunch. Love you guys. Okay. Quick lesson on today, because it's something that I've heard just a bunch of times recently. We have shift picks coming up in a couple days. Every couple of years, my department shuffles the deck. You get to repick in order of seniority where you want to work, what station and shift and all that stuff. And then obviously as it goes down, your chances get more and more narrow. There's some people that want to go to certain shifts and stations and piece of apparatus. And uh, that it's known, right? That's their goal. They want to do this career path or that career path or whatever, or get away from this ambulance or go towards this engine, whatever it is. It's a thing. And there's some people that just throw up their hands and say, I don't care where I work. It doesn't matter to me. The I don't care part is what we're going to talk about today because um, I think that's an overused statement of the fire service. I think it rubs a lot of people, including me, the wrong way, depending on the context. And I think it inadvertently turns a lot of people off because when I say I don't care, it means one thing. And when someone else says I don't care, it means a completely different thing, depending on who you're talking to. And this is a lesson that came up with some friends of mine who had kids and uh, we'll get into that in a second, but don't be afraid to care. You're supposed to care. We as first responders and as service personnel are supposed to care, supposed to take to care. We're supposed to care. So why are we so afraid to show people that we care? And uh, obviously the first thing that comes to my mind is like a vulnerability thing, right? It's scary to show people that you care. Cause what if something happens to that thing? or that project, or that wish that you were hoping for. I care about this, and I want this thing to happen. And if it doesn't, I'm going to feel like a real jerk, like a fear of failure part of it, but also just I made myself vulnerable, and I've said what I want, and now if I don't get it, or I fail, or something like that, um, going to look a lot, it's a lot more embarrassing, because you put yourself out there, right? But we're expected to care. That's part of the job. It's something we tell our kids, like, oh, the doctor is going to help you because he cares or the firefighters over there. And if you're in trouble, he'll help you because he cares. He wants to help people. It's the expectation. It's one of the fundamental expectations of being a first responder 
But when it comes to a lot of things, we're afraid to show that we care. And it's a total bummer because it puts up a lot of walls. And eventually, if you keep saying, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I'm just here for the paycheck, or I don't care, um, I can work for anyone, or I don't care, and in a dismissive way, in a minimizing way, and in a too cool for school way, the big danger is that eventually people start to believe it. And then there might be something that you do care about. And you're not going to be included in that conversation because it's like, well, he doesn't care anyway, so let's just put him wherever we want. Or let's just assign him to whatever ambulance we want. Or let's just, uh, you know what, he doesn't care what we do at the station or what furniture we buy or what TV channels we get or what's on the apparatus or anything like that or what kind of gear that we have or tools. So we're not going to talk to him. What does he care? He doesn't care about anything. And then you might find yourself like, oh, I want to care now. I want to, now I want to care. If you just carry the too cool for school attitude and you don't care, then you don't care. And that's a black and white thinking and an either or thinking, right? And I understand that it's not necessarily always true. It's usually a both and kind of deal. But if you turn people off enough times by saying you don't care, why are they going to stretch for you and hope that you care about something this time? If you brush them off and minimize their projects or kind of scoff at it, and I don't care about that, um, why would I seek out your input or your advice or your um, contribution towards anything I want to do because chances are you're just going to tell me I don't care and make me feel stupid for caring, right? So it's tough, right? Um, it's also scary to invest in things. And so you don't want to let people know how much you care because there may not be a guarantee that you're going to succeed. And this goes back to what I just talked about a second ago before that. But um, here's what happens if you do tell people you care and then you show through your actions that you do care, whether about them or a project or whatever, is that then people might invest in you. And then people might take a flyer on you. And then people will listen to you more than anything because you're not just spouting off, right? If I tell you I really care about this podcast, like I really want this to do good, I really want to help people, I want to kind of give voices to people and and uh, bring up issues that we all kind of face, but not that aren't talked about very often. If I say that, maybe someone reaches out, right? Maybe I reach out to a guest and I say, hey, I, I'd like to hear your story. And they've heard me say, I care about this thing. Here's my purpose and my point for doing it. And uh, then they say, okay, I trust this guy. He, he seems to care about it. He cares about the product. He's not going to make me look stupid or try to like catch me or uh, you know anything goofy like that. So yeah, he cares. So I can care right? But if I am, I'm up here, I'm just like, ah, I got nothing to do. The kids are at school and I'm, I got the camera and, you know, a hundred extra bucks for hosting. So I might as well just do it. I don't really care. If I go and talk to someone, I'm basically asking them to waste their time talking to me because I don't care what the product is. I don't care about them or talking to them. I'm just doing it to kill time. So, Hey, cool. If you want to do that, great, but ah, whatever, no big deal. Too cool for school guy on the back end. Nobody's going to invest in that. Nobody's going to take a flyer on you or give you their time for something that you've established you don't care about. And that can be a bummer. The other side is, let's say I keep saying that, right? I do care about this podcast, or I care about my project at work. I care about my career path. And it doesn't go well. The podcast flops. Nobody, no, actually nobody cares. Um, I give up or I somehow get defeated, right? If people know that I cared about it, their reception to me after that failure, or after quitting or after whatever, it's going to be drastically different than if I played too cool for school guy and just told them the entire time, like, I really don't care about it. It's just something I do. Now it's gone. They'll be like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, great. Good. I'm sorry that happened. guess you got some extra time in your day. But if I pour myself into it 
And I say, man, this is really something I wanted to work. And it just kills me that it didn't work. And, you know, I, along the way I was showing how much I cared and then it fails. You know, first of all, they're going to be a little softer probably when they see me like, Hey, I'm so I'm sorry that didn't work out. You know, blah, blah, blah. Have you thought of anything you could do better next time? The other part is that maybe next time, um, they're going to, well, first of all, they'll help you through it, right? Like I just said, they'll help you through it, but next time maybe they'll help you succeed or they'll help you rebuild. If I relaunch this thing a year from now, cause the kids are both in school and I'm like, now I'm ready to get involved in it. I care about the first one. It just didn't shake out, but I really want to make a run at it this time. People will be far more likely to be like, okay, yeah, he, he cared about it the first time he tried his best. It didn't work out. Second time, jump right back on board, support them, share it, send coffee money, whatever. Right? So you see what I'm kind of getting at here. It also comes down to the interpretation of the person you're speaking to. And this comes back to the old FO1 stuff, fire officer one stuff of like this, the sender, the medium, the receiver, the interference, all that stuff, right? The parts of communication. Me hearing someone say, I don't care. And someone else saying, hearing someone say, I don't care, two different things. Here's the example. We were at, uh, one of my friends had a uh, wrestling meet for his kid. And the kid was struggling. And the parent went up to the kid and said, hey, if you just want to quit this and not work hard, I don't care. We'll just leave right now. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. And I heard that. And to me, in my mind, that meant something completely different than what they were conveying. What they were trying to convey to the kid was like, if you're really not into this and this is just really destroying you and you'd rather just not do it, I understand. And let's just get out of this situation because you're not having a good time. I'm not having a good time. Let's cut bait and bail. Regardless if you think that's the right parenting decision or tactic or whatever, that's what this parent was trying to say. Like, hey man, I see you're struggling. If you want to get out of here, I'm down with that. Let's just get out of here and we'll salvage the day. What I heard and what that kid heard was, I don't care. You do it and I'm not, I don't, I could take or leave this day. You got to figure it out for yourself and you do it. I don't care. I don't care about you. I don't care about your effort. I don't care about being here or supporting you. That's how I heard it. They were being dismissive and basically setting this kid on an island by themselves. So I said, hey man, I have a lot of similarities with your kid. We both have a lot of same, um, not attributes, like that's the wrong word completely, personality similarities, right? Um, and I said, hey, if you said that to me, here's what I would think. It's like, you just don't care. You want to go sit in the car while I sit out here and fail. I'm alone on an island now. And he said, that was not what I meant at all. I meant like, this sucks. Let's get out of here. I said, I know what you meant and I know what he heard. So maybe that's an issue. And he did have a follow-up conversation with his kid and he clarified it. I do care about you and I do care about how hard you're working and I do care about um, your happiness and here's, and here's what I'm saying, blah, 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 like I explained before, right? So the way you say, I don't care, can be so drastically different person to person, but that's your default setting. I don't care. I'm too cool for this and figure it out yourself. You're going you're gonna to inadvertently and unknowingly really push some people away and turn some people off to you. Which brings me to probably my last rant. We're only about 12 minutes in here. My last rant of the day and it's, I get it. It's a very popular saying, but it's the old hardo expression of no one cares, work harder. Nobody cares, work harder. I get it. And if I'm going to take a very Malcolm Gladwellian dissection of that statement, right? I think it's, I think it's just wrought with um, errors. I think it's just a, a error filled statement in general. The statement itself, nobody cares, work harder implies that the person's already working. They're already doing something. 
and it also implies that they're bringing up reasons or excuses or things that are preventing them from doing more or bringing up reasons why it's hard or they're just doing human stuff, right? And the implication is that you're saying nobody cares what you're saying, now work harder. I'm devaluing your opinion and how you feel and your perception of the situation. Now do more with less support and with less outside positive reinforcement. Why does that make sense? I understand it's a hardcore thing to say, right? Just like, good. I get it. It's an inherently flawed statement and it drives me crazy. Nobody cares, work harder. How about, I care, keep working. How about that one? I care. I care that you're putting in the work. You're already working. That's implied by the statement. I care about your reasons why it's hard. I understand those. I can empathize with those and I agree. Those are reasons why it's hard. I don't need you to work harder. If it's that hard where you're starting to talk about how difficult it is, just keep working, right? And we can get touchy feel with this thing like, let's just be 1% better every day. I kind of put up the dollar a day thing the other week on that. And I understand the 1% thing every day too, even though some days I don't want to be 1% better. I just want to make it through and get out. But uh, nobody cares work harder is one of the most flawed statements, I believe, in the hardcore fire service because structurally, like I said, in a Malcolm Gladwellian dissection of it, structurally, in the sentence structure and the implications, it's false. And then practically, I think it's just hollow and chest beaten, goofy alpha stuff for the sake of being fun, hard guy. But really, what does it mean? So I care, keep working. All right. I care, keep working. I put a uh, thing on Instagram a little bit ago that says, I care, work harder. And I'm changing even again. I care, keep working. All right. Just keep working. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing good. Keep caring. And don't be afraid to show people that you care. Showing people that you care is the best way to build relationships build quote unquote buy-in, progress the fire service, progress you as a person. And if I'm going to work the logo or the motto into the structure of this thing, it's the best way to become more capable and durable, both on the job and away from it. This office is working magic already. Snarkiness up 200% brains and aptitude constant, but we're trying really hard. Okay. Don't be afraid to show people that you care. If you want to get some actual, um, content on that, you can always go back and read the love languages things because that's how people show they care. If Even if you don't feel like showing people you care, just knowing what those things are and then understanding what the person's doing will help you recognize, oh, that's how they show that they care. They keep buying stuff for the station. I can't have a conversation with them and um, they can't, they're not going to be a shoulder to cry on and they're not going to help me start over again or give me positive words of encouragement. But they saw that my carabiner broke on my radio strap and they bought me a new one. Oh, he's, he cares. He's trying, right? And that's just his language for doing it. Um, it's an incredibly powerful tool. And I didn't mean to bring up the love languages thing. It was kind of just spurred in there. Probably could be an episode of its own. Well, definitely could be. It's a whole book, right? So we'll talk about that later. But in the meantime... Don't be afraid to show people you care. It's the public expectation that we care. It's your it's your employer's expectation that we care. And I don't set expectations for you, but I would love to see it because it makes me want to be on your crew, makes me want to try to help you, uh, makes me want to buy into you if I see that you care, all right? Um, cool? Good? Good. Thank you guys for listening. As always, share the show 
reach out, say, hey, what's up, or donate on the Buy Me a Coffee button. Thanks for hanging out and talking. We'll talk to you guys soon. I got some emails out to, for guests in the future. Very excited about those. And uh, to be redundant and repetitive, let's all keep working on being more capable and durable, both on the job and away from it, and be a fourth shift firefighter. <laughs>